1: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The PBS docuseries American Experience is currently airing a tribute to Jesse Owens, who shattered Hitler's myth of a superior Aryan race with his track and field heroics at the 1936 Olympics in Berlin. My former colleague Noah Frank and I spoke with actor Stefan James, who played Owens in the 2016 film Race, a rising star between Ava DuVernay's Selma and Barry Jenkins, if Beale Street could talk. Thanks for joining us. today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm sure we all discovered Jesse Owens and admired him at some age growing up. You know, when was it for you? When did you first hear about
0: him? <laughs> Man, I gotta say, it's it's probably when I heard about this film. Really? Uh, yeah, when I heard about this film being made, you know, I got a call that they're making a a Jesse Owens biopic, and I, I sort of, you know, I, the name rung a bell, but I had to scratch my head, like, yeah, he won those gold medals, but when did he do it? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't really understand the story of the situation, so. Uh, for me, it was a it was a whole new thing, and I and I learned a lot about him, um, you know, just through playing him and researching. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I think, you know, kind of to your point. There's we, we have these heroes from the last generation or two. We you know, as far back as Jackie Robinson, Ahmed Ali, who you know, TV was around, and and they were written about, and they were talked about in their era, and so we all kind of grew up, I think, knowing more about them. And the film talks about the fact that. The, you know, the White House didn't even acknowledge yeah, his, his yeah. medals, even even at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much of, of you learning about him and and playing him, it was sort of you know casting a light on, hey, this is a guy that, you know, even though he did what he did, wasn't really even recognized as as this you know sort of breakthrough uh, you know civil rights leader essentially until much later. Yeah, I mean that was a a big part of
0: you know me wanting to play him is you know when I learned everything that I did learn about him, outside of being the fastest man on the planet and being this superhuman type athlete, uh, when I learned about the man he was, the human being he was, the father he was, uh, the husband he was, Uh, you know to me that intrigued me so much and I really felt a responsibility uh, to bring that level of humanity to him uh, to help teach you know people in the younger generation about him Um, you know and not only people you know my age but younger than me older than me there are so many people who don't know you know his story so uh, you know it's so important that we make films like this and uh, never let legends die you know he's such an inspirational person you know I can remember being so inspired just by learning the things that I learned about him Uh, so I really wanted to give other people the opportunity to be inspired in the same way that I was.
1: Is it bizarre to think that there will be kids that maybe watch this in school or watch it whenever at home and will maybe, if they see you on the street, they'll say, that's Jesse Owens. Hey, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Bozeman has to deal with it with Jackie and the same thing, but is that, is that a bizarre thought that your face is now Jesse Owens? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, but it's it's
0: cool too, you know, I think it's, it's fun, you know, to be looked at, um, you know, as such a hero, you know, when kids leave the theater, you know, I, I know for me, you know, I saw him as, as a hero, you know? So I look at it, and if, if kids want to come out the theater and, and and look at me like that, I think that that's amazing.
1: <laughs> did I read somewhere that they were originally maybe going to cast John Boyega from Star Wars, and, and then he pulled out for that, obviously? So to me, is that just a win-win, maybe? <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I mean, I,
0: I think so. You know, John obviously went and did this little movie called Star Wars, which is great. You Might have heard of it. Um, and, uh, and I got to play Jesse Owens. You know, I think that that is... Just as amazing, and and I'm happy for John and everything he's done. But uh, I gotta say, I'm happy that this landed in my lap.
2: <laughs> so, the the film is called The Race, which is an obvious kind of you know double entendre, oh, to, it, to, to, right? <laughs> but it lends itself to you know the, his story in a way that that it really doesn't to to other people's. Uh, I, I was interested I mean I'm, I grew up Jewish and there's so much of, of sort of both sides of that uh, shown and and the sort of the equal struggle that that, that both you know African Americans and Jews had in deciding to go to this in, in possibly not being able to, to, compete, uh, you know, talking about stuff that you learned about, about that time, w- w- was that a whole other layer? I mean, that's a layer that I didn't even yeah. really know that much about. Is that something you learned about? Right, with the, you know, the relay process? at the end and everything. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: yeah, of course, of course. I mean, that whole story, you know, you look at the Jewish runners, Glickman and, and Stoller and their whole story, that could have been made into a film all in itself. You know, Marty Glickman is a guy who a lot of people love, 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 and look up to, um, and you know what? He you know, he never really forgot that, you know, watching interviews from him, he never forgot that, you know, Jesse Owens took his place. And Jesse didn't want to take his place. He wanted to give him and uh and Glickman full opportunity to um to run the race themselves. But unfortunately, you know, it didn't go like that and Jesse had to run a race that he wasn't used used to running. But um yeah, absolutely something I learned, you know, that I had no you know, no clue about. I, I, I couldn't even imagine what that must have been like. Um, for Jesse. But I'm sure he knew, you know, what that type of oppression uh, felt like coming from 1930s in, in America. But but yeah, again, one of those things that I had no clue, no
1: clue about. And you'd mentioned earlier that, you know, you were familiar with him as a great Olympian and all that. But did it shock you more and more as you're reading about him to realize how huge of stakes you'll have for this movie? Because it's, it's not just the team trying to win the season here in America or something. I mean, this is one of those moments that transcended sports. Yeah, you had the Mac Schmeling thing on the radio. Yeah, Joe Lewis. But um, you know, as you're sort of reading the script and researching, are you saying, wow, the, the stakes in this movie are, are huge compared to most movies? Of
0: course. I mean, outside of leading a film, you know, being number one on that call sheet, knowing that you're working the most hours every day, uh, you know, you got the most to deal with, the, the biggest workload. Uh, you know, you have that. But doing that and playing Jesse Owens is a whole nother thing. It's such a, a gigantic story. And like you said, he's so much bigger than a black hero, so much bigger than an American hero. He's a world hero. And, and uh, you know, his story has obviously resonated um, for years. I mean, 80 years later, we're sitting here talking about a film that we're, yeah. we made about him. So um, you know, to me, uh, when I when I look at everything he's done, of course, it's daunting to step into shoes so you know so big. But you know, I knew that right away. I had to put the work in that was gonna you know be needed to play him, um, and you know that's obviously starts with the you know with the training and the research. Um, but you know, I, I knew I had my my plate full, of
1: course. You mentioned stepping in the shoes, um, and that triggers a thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. Is it a single take when you come out of the tunnel um, and you walk out into the arena? Is it one yeah, continuous yeah. shot? Yeah. When and you you know we see the blimp back to you, that's right, that's see uh, right. old Adolf the villain back to you, right, right. and then over as you put the cleats on, and we lose the sound, and then it's the trigger of the gun going that's off right. that start that your first cut. Right. That's talk right. about how physically that was shot. Did how many takes did that take, and yeah. was that complicated? Uh, that was. A- Obviously, a few takes. <laughs> um,
0: you know, it's a big, it's a big sequence, but that's something. The scene uh, you're talking about, that's something Stephen and I, our director, talked about uh, months before shooting. You know, we understood the importance of that scene, how important it was uh, to put people in his shoes um, and and to give them a feeling of what that moment must have been been like for him. So. Um, Yeah, big sequence, and and, (laughs) I mean obviously you see him walk into a stadium of 150,000 people. I did not have 150,000 people (laughs) to work with, so you have to create a feeling and an emotion that's not really there, but it's a credit to our director in helping me sort of paint that, you know, paint that picture of what that was like. But, you know, for me, when I I remember going down to Berlin and and when we actually shot at the stadium and walking up to the stadium for the first time, I remember feeling almost beside myself. You know what I mean? I I had chills feeling like, oh, my gosh, he did this. But, you know, 80 years beforehand and with 150,000 people in here and then when I went up there, there was nobody there. But I still got, you know, this eerie feeling this, you know, these chills. And so, you know, for me, that was a moment where I felt even a fraction of what Jesse had felt. And and really, that's the moment I I feel like I felt closest to him. But, you know, it was very important for me to make sure that that scene um, that I was really putting people, uh, in 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 the position that he was, and, and giving them a feeling of of what that moment was was like for him. Technically, it's a whole it's a whole you know choreography thing. It's really a dance between you know the cameraman myself. What's um, the camera on?
2: Is
1: it some kind of steady cam or what? It...
0: Yeah, steady. It's on, uh, yeah, it's on Steady, and, uh, and they're just basically following, you know, Jesse around. It's, it's, a, it's a sequence where, you know, I'm literally having to, okay, Stefan, over there is Hitler.
1: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now it's going
0: to be a blimp flying over your head. Just remember, remember that. you got to look at the blimp. Okay. Um, so it's just a bunch of things to have to remember, and it's just, it's a whole other facet of acting that, you know, people, you know, viewers, they, they don't understand. Yeah, they
1: did it in Creed too the, the big fight sequence
0: yeah, in the yeah. of it.
2: when you're in a, a sports movie as opposed to really kind of any other film there's the physical component too where you have to train to to look like an athlete and also train to perform like an athlete whether it's a boxer whether it's a baseball player whether it's a track athlete so I, I was a runner so i you know I'm sure a lot of people who who are interested in, the, in this film have some kind of a running background too who it's how much of that of, of learning not just what correct form looks like, but maybe even what incorrect form looks like. But when when he had to learn f- from his own incorrect form how to yeah, how to yeah. come out of the blocks the right way, yeah, yeah. you know, how much how much training was there on that front? Did you did you have track coaches trying to explain to you, you know, uh, what you were doing right, what you were doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah of
0: course. Um, you know, for me, training started about two months before I started filming race, and uh, it really just started down at Georgia Tech. I was working on Selma down in Atlanta, and every day I had off on Selma, I'd go down to Georgia Tech and start training with the track and field coaches there, and, and uh, you know, it started with conditioning, you know, Coach Page would just make me run so I couldn't run anymore, <laughs> just just keep running. I said, how is this going to help me with the film? Just keep running, man. Um, but yeah, so you know, it was a big, big conditioning for me. I grew up on basketball, uh, football, baseball, volleyball, but never, never track, and so it was a whole new, whole new world for me, a whole new beast. Um, you know and not only learning how to run fast but learning how to run like Jesse because obviously we see his style is so um, so particular and then the other aspect of it was I couldn't train like runners in 2015 or 2016 do. (laughs) You know, Jesse trained in a much, much different ways. He didn't have the benefit of some of the training that we have today. He wasn't privy to the shoes that we have today. You know, he was running in sort of these leather shoes with three or four inch spikes (laughs) at the bottom of them. And you, you think it's crazy. It's like, how could this guy do what he did? You know, wearing shoes like that, running on dirt, you know whereas nowadays these guys run on an actual trap on turf so uh, you know there was so many different things I had to learn about not only running but that time period um, running in that time period so yeah credit to our coaches um, you know in helping me look believable uh, you know coach page really worked on me Uh, You know, worked to make sure that I was running like him so much that I couldn't run any other type of way. That I had, it it was so heavily ingrained in everything that I was doing that, you know, I really couldn't, I really couldn't mess it up. And then, yeah, there's the aspect of, of learning how to do it the wrong way and then learning how to do it the right way. Because, you know, we see Jesse grow in the film where, you know, he, he um, polishes up some of his running techniques. So, you know, I had to, I had to go backwards in a lot of ways as well.
1: Yeah, you mentioned with the, with the coach, um, Talk about working with Jason Sudeikis, yes. and uh, you know, obviously you're training to, to learn how to you know act like an athlete and, and run like him. But what's it like creating this relationship? Yeah, it was very cool. I mean, you know, Jason's like I don't think it's any surprise that he's a
0: funny. He's a funny guy, so he's easy to be around. Um, you know, we, uh, we're we b- both big sports guys, baseball and and, uh, and basketball, and he, he grew up, you know, having a coach, being an athlete, and I grew up being an athlete, having a coach, so we knew what that dynamic was like, you know, the coach and athlete uh, relationship. But honestly, when we first met, you know, we we basically talked sports. We didn't even talk about the film that much, you know. We just hung out and, and uh, talked a lot, a lot of sports, and, and as, you know, Jesse and, and Larry got closer in the film, Jason and I got closer in real life, spent a lot a lot of time together and I think people would be pleasantly surprised uh you know with his performance seeing as how they're not used to seeing him in this
1: light there's several moments where um he says I never know you had a daughter and then you give it back to him you never asked what would that be between you guys in real life is there something that you never asked (laughs) or he never asked Oh man, that's
0: a that's a tough one. That's a tough
1: one. Um, but well, what's something about you that most people might not know in that way? And you said you never asked.
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess that I'm pretty. I'm just pretty normal. I'm pretty like chill. Like I just I watch sports all day long when I'm not doing press and making movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I, I uh, you know I read books. I just I hang out. I'm pretty pretty low key.
2: What, what are your what are your sports teams? You mentioned baseball, but I mean, are you like on all, all hometown team uh, going? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: you know, obviously the Jays, um, <laughs> Jason and I, you know, Kansas and, and Blue Jays <laughs> are going back and forth last year, so we had a, a laugh about that. But um, Blue Jays, Raptors, diehard basketball fan, diehard Raptors fan, uh, diehard Kobe fan. Okay. So uh, you know, it's it's sad to see him go out, um, but uh, but yeah, man, I,
1: I love all t- all types of sports, man. Um, you mentioned a, a few questions ago. You you mentioned uh, working down on Selma. Yeah. You played Congressman John Lewis, right? Um- Compare working with, let's say, I interviewed Oyelowo a couple months ago, but and he had nothing but raves about um, Ava DuVernay. But talk about working with her, um, and also tie in, you know, how this film explores Lenny Riefenstahl, who was a pioneering, you know, obviously making propaganda for the Nazis, unfortunately, but you know, in terms of a filmmaker, you know, pioneering as well. Yeah, very, very interesting. You know, Ava is such a—I
0: I can't say enough good things about her. She is such a powerful, powerful director. And, you know, to see her go from, you know, the previous budget she had in the middle of nowhere, the film she made directly before Selma, you know, $250,000, to go and making Selma, $20 million. To see the way she handled that, I was just blown away. Blown away by the amount of responsibility put on her shoulders right away. Um, you know, um, the seriousness of the story we were telling, um, obviously, about the civil rights movement. Um, Just incredible. Very, very incredible. She's a very, very passionate director. She cares a lot about um, her work, much like how Lenny Riefenstahl cared a lot about her work. And even though she had, you know, people telling her what type of film they wanted her to make. What
1: you're not allowed
0: to shoot, all this stuff, yeah. uh, She obviously had her own vision and and things that she, you know, wanted to capture as well. So, I mean, it's just another example of a strong, you know, strong uh, female director who had a vision and uh, you know, obviously, a little oppressed in that time, and she had to, you know, show some sort of uh, restraint. But uh, it really just shows how far we've come. And now, you know, you see in 2014 that Ava DuVernay is, you know, able to have a a Best Picture nomination last year, and and just an overall great film. So yeah,
2: yeah. there's there's not a lot of source material for the from the 30s to mm-hmm. to study. You know, <laughs> so I mean, was was Riefenstahl's films was that stuff that you were oh, looking course, at in ter- terms of trying to oh, okay. to get some sort of idea of of how how Jesse was, mm-hmm. of course, of
0: course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Olympia was a big a big studying tool for me. You know, obviously, only so many YouTube clips I can find uh, <laughs> from that time. So, um, you know, Lenny's whole vision, and it didn't help that she, you know, was sort of fascinated by Jesse a little bit. So, a lot of her story centers centers around him, and yeah, a big big tool for me to to sit down and look at that film to see. Uh, what, you know, what it was like in that time in the stadium, um, but also in Berlin at that time, right, just to see what, just to see what was that, what that was like, rather.
1: Yeah, it kind of shows, I mean, she probably set out to make one movie, and then you kind of go, but that's what you got to do as a filmmaker, you got to go with the happy accident, quote-unquote, compare, compare, let's say, you know, Duvernay's style with um, Stephen Hopkins, you know, what, what what's their, what's their strength to Yeah, which? yeah. Um,
0: I think, yeah, you know, with, with Ava, she has a way of connecting with actors. It's very, very, very special, um, very personable uh, uh, director. And, you know, not that Steven <laughs> isn't, but, you know, he has a different technique, whereas, um, you know, he's very, he's sort of a, a technical director. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, he has a lot of cool shots and cool ideas and, and stuff like that. And it's it's fascinating to watch and, and, and to pick his brain and to, to see some of that. Uh, Sort of stuff, but he's just as really just as brilliant. I think that you know his experience uh, You know sort of in action and that sort of thing really helped in this film because the running scenes are just epic You know, they really really look like you know, you're in there with them You're in there you you feel the race you feel the the weight of the race you you feel like you're in there So, um, you know, maybe a little more technical than Ava is
1: but um, just as brilliant Yeah, we're out of time, but Stefan. Thanks so much for taking the time. That's great.